everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sex, Love, and Injectables. I am your host, Heather, and it's so good to see... I can't see you guys. It's so good to be back here. We are going to take a break from our normal aesthetic subject and talk about... Well, in honor of Thanksgiving week, I want to talk about something that I'm super grateful for. And the first thing that comes to my mind is my man's. And he's here as my guest today. I'm going to put him on the spot. But um, yeah, I'm super grateful for him. You guys have wondered why I took so, such a long break in between seasons. And I had a lot of work to do within myself. And when I did that, I proved that whole saying of they'll come when you least expect it or they'll come when you're not looking is actually true. Because after I did my work, Preston was just kind of like gifted to me without me even looking for it. So um, because of that, I did my little soft launch, which was not very soft on Instagram. And you guys, if you follow me on my Instagram, it's injector underscore Heather, but you have seen me post him every now and then. And that has provoked some questions of how we met. And so I thought that this would be a really efficient way to share our story and to also put Preston on the spot because he um, he's here as our guest. So let me introduce him, which I'm sorry, this is going to be like a terrible introduction. <laughs> he's the best guy in the entire world. Um, he is a serial entrepreneur, humanitarian, amazing person with a big heart. He's an author of a book that's coming out that we can introduce as well. And you should all pick up this book because it is going to enrich your lives. But I would like to welcome Preston to the table. You're too good. Way too good to me. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, I'm so excited to be here. You've stretched me completely. We did a photo shoot, what, two, three weeks ago? Let me go back. Wait, I stretched you. Oh, you did stretch me out. You took me out of my comfort zone, right? Yeah. Just a little bit. I think so. Just a little bit. I, it's good. It's You're been enjoying a great that though, zone. right? Yeah, I've, it's <laughs> been a great zone to be in. Um, I would like to remain in the zone for a while with you. So. A while? There's no yeah. time limit here, There's right? No we're limit. just We're just flowing. Speaking of flow, the book title <sighs> is Flow 40. Flow 40, nice little, yes. Nice uh, tie in there. Okay, tell us about this book first, and then we'll jump into what everybody wants to hear about. You sure you want to go through the book first or you yeah. want to jump? Okay, No, cool. I want to talk about the book first. Yeah, so uh, the book is actually centered around the nonprofit work, which I do. It's called uh, Trek for Change is the name of nonprofit. We focus on building schools and water projects and sustainable agriculture in Uganda, Africa. But uh, the book has been being developed over the course of like the last two to three years. It has been a collective effort with my team in Africa and my team here domestically and we put together a concept that's based on a 40-day uh, mind, body, soul experience. And uh, it's been powerful. It's been really cool to watch. What we recognized was that when we were going through these exercises over the course of like the last year, that we had something. It was all about what do you love? What are you about? Let's go back to our childhood, our gifts, our talents, our skill sets, and what really motivates you. These were things that we were doing within the group, and we put it to writing and on paper and and here we have it. So I love that. I also, I'm not trying to make this shallow, but it's super sexy <laughs> to be with an author. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's humbling. It's very humbling. It's been, it's been a wonderful experience, uh, a life-changing experience to this point. Not, not only the book, but you, more importantly, it's oh been a life-changing experience. So yeah. Well, the people have been wondering who you are because I am not the easiest person 
to date. I have my hands in a lot of things, but you also have your hands in a lot of things. And I think we make a really good pair. But <laughs> I'm I'm trying not so, to be sexual with this. It's really hard because you're looking like this is right? the first time I've been nervous talking on the podcast in a long time because you're staring into my soul. Right. And I like it. But then I'm like, what is English? So, so again? we're, we're going to we're going to keep it clean, right? Yeah, we're going to keep gonna it try. clean. We're going to keep it clean best. for yeah, everybody. For sure. But I, I don't know. I just feel like I want to share this story because not because I think that everybody wants to hear it. Like, I know that, you know. Not everybody's dying to hear our story, but I really think that it's going to inspire other people that are on similar walks, whether they are trying to improve themselves or if they are on a journey to finding love. Uh, I think that our story is very inspirational and can help other people. And that's the whole point, right? I totally would agree with you. That's why I wanted you to introduce yeah, your book, too, because sure. I think that that will also help people as well. So I agree. I think it all tethers together too, like how you opened up with, you had some things you needed to work through, right? Totally. You had, you had to take an inventory of what was going on in your life. Yes. And, and how did you get from point A to point B? Totally. I think that, um, you know, I've, the last couple of months have gone through such a huge transformation that it's visible. Now the work was, was not visible, but it's resulted in a total transformation, physical, emotional, mental, all of that. And I had to go through some really tough situations to get here. And I think that I still have a lot to go through, but meeting you was kind of like the reward at the end. It was like the golden carrot. It's it's what I was looking for, what I needed without even knowing that I needed it. So, um, but talking about our story is my favorite thing to do. And I'm very open with my clients. And so as soon as I posted Preston, my clients were like, <laughs> who is this man? And like, just gassing him up. Cause he is hot. Like he is hot, but it's, that's not what's important. That's not what's important. Uh, it's the inside that counts. But I the love, outside. I love, I love you. Not to cut you off, but <laughs> I love you. <laughs> the outside has been really great. But so is the inside. So anyways, um, I love to share our story because it allows me to not only talk about you, but it allows me to talk about God and my walk in that relationship and how that has grown. And with that, I I really think that I'm able to to more clearly see life for what it's supposed to be sure, and not what we're trying to make it. Right. You know, I think that letting go of, of that whole idea of life's what we make it has allowed me to really live life to the fullest. And, you know, I'm, I want to talk about Preston this week because it is Thanksgiving week and it is a time where if you take the food away and you take the family away and you just strip away like the turkeys and the decorations, it's really truly about thinking of things that we're grateful for. And um, so I wanted to bring Preston in because obviously I'm very, very grateful that he's come into my life. But it also helps me to introduce other things that I think are really important for us to talk about, which is, you know, me becoming sober and not drinking alcohol and what that has, what that has led to in my life. And, you know, these are things that we're definitely going to talk about on this season of sex, love and injectables. Uh, but this is just a good break from the aesthetics to talk about something fun and exciting and just fulfilling, heartwarming, all of, all of a- Absolutely. 
So absolutely. No, it's such an honor to be here. And, and like you pointed out, like the relationship has taken us both by surprise, right? Right. You weren't the only one that needed to do the inventory. I was doing inventory and really taking a good hard look in the mirror about what was going on in my life and the things that had transpired and everything that I was working through. And you, you've pointed out, and we've talked about this at length, you know, God had things that he needed to work out. Yeah. You know, a lot, actually, a, lo- a lot. Had, God had a lot of things to work out with me. Like God looked at me and was like, um, we need to really... <laughs> Send her another struggle. Uh, See if this works. And then I get through the struggle and I'm like, I'm still in control. And he's like, right. All right. Well, send her another <laughs> one. <laughs> Until I was finally like, okay, I give up. I give up. You can have control. I'm going to stop controlling because it took a lot of energy. And then I realized mm-hmm. that once you actually let go and relinquish that, that like, no, I need to take care of myself, that hyper independence, then you start to reap the rewards because you're actually submitting yourself. Submission is not a bad word. We've made it a bad word in this society, but it's really not a bad word when you're when you're thinking biblically and, you know, relationally in a healthy way. A hundred percent. But you know, in, in terms of submission, it really requires honor and respect. You know, yeah. from, the, from the man's perspective, you know. Oh my gosh. It doesn't want to be like woman submit to me. No, it's like God loves the church, right? And we're supposed to love the women like God loves the church. Yeah. And And, we're supposed to respect our husband like we respect Jesus, but that requires that safety and security in that relationship to be able to let our guards down and, and just allow that. Cause we've come into this whole society and our society is so messed up right now. You guys like, you know, it's hard because this is going to be like a 10 hour podcast. Exactly. If we dive into but we're going to probably hole. keep it rolling though. Yeah. This Definitely. is just in a superficial sense. Just know that like there is beauty behind submission in a biblical sense and relationships really do work if you have it centered around Christ. And I am honored to be able to talk about this on a podcast and without fear of what kind of response it's going to get. Cause I yeah. really I really think that this is, this is our gift right. is to share these things to inspire others. A hundred percent. And, you know, even looking at sobriety, which I'm super proud of you, by the way. I'm proud of you. Super proud of you. So I, uh, I just surpassed 90 days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff again is, um, it's been inspired through God. It has been inspired through the work that we've been doing, our give back to society, you know, the ways that we try to, to pay for the blessings, which we've received you know, even for myself, like going back to the spring and looking at the last several months of my life, you know, I came to the realization that I was doing all these good works. And at the end of the day, I had a drink in my hand with everything that I was doing. You know, I, I had bought into the lie that in order to conduct business, I had to have a drink. In order to socialize, I had to have a drink. And here I'm building schools in the third world and focusing on water projects. And, and some of my team members were looking at me like, man, maybe this guy needs to kind of cut back a little bit Yeah. without coming forward and saying it. I could read their expression. So I got myself to a point of realizing like, boy, I, I needed to take a hard step back and look right. at this. If I really wanted to experience the fullness and to give all of myself to a, to a great cause, it was going to come with a price. But that price giving up alcohol is the greatest decision I've ever made. Right. It's yeah, a lot easier sure. than what we think it is. And then on the other side, you just look at how alcohol is so romanticized. That's another topic in and of itself. For sure. We'll probably do a series on sobriety. <laughs> we should indeed. Maybe call it, I don't know, 
sober is sexy. Right. Because right? it is, right? I it, mean, you it are. It is. 100, well, you are as well. You babe. are so gorgeous. sexy. Oh gorgeous. Gosh, you guys so are going to be like, eh, these guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but okay. It, so let's, I'm going to rewind. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, but it's all good. I want to. This is your show. I'm just, I'm just a <laughs> you're guest. You're just a guest. Is that, that's how it's going to be right. life, you're, right? You're, this you're, is your you're, show. You're leading, you're leading the way. Yeah, but you're the leader, sure. really. Okay. Okay. Anyways. We're, no power here. <laughs> we surrender. We surrender. Okay. So let's. We're going to take it back to our story because I really think that sure. we could talk about it forever. And I, right. again, I love to tell the story about how cool would it be to like have this aired so that people from all over the world could potentially be inspired to never settle because there is your person out there. And I can attest to that because Preston is my person. And Heather, you are my person. Oh my gosh. We know so this sweet. without a doubt. It's it's one of those things that, you know, I, I would hear my friends that are happily married and absolutely adore their wives and to hear their experience together, you know, until you feel it in the fullness of what it really is and, and actually can touch it and wrap your arms around it. You don't know. You don't know. It yeah. just seems like a fairy tale. It doesn't exist. It's in some far off place. And you're like, give me a break. If you're that person and you're dry heaving right now, listening to us 13 minutes in, talk about how much we love each other before you give up on us, keep listening because it really has changed my mindset because I, and I was in that place where I was like, God, there's like, I know people say there's plenty of fish in the sea, but I really think the sea is the Trinity River that's full of trash and the fish are not good looking fish. They're like just garbage. So it's really hard out there and it's easy to be like, I'm just going to be single forever. But I swear when you take the focus off of what you're looking for and focus on who you are and what you bring to the table, then you can start thinking about like, who is who who has permission to sit at this beautiful table that I have built? Not who can I fix? Like what kind of person can I get in here and I can make, you know, be acceptable on my table? I don't know. I just, I feel like my therapist put this the right way. Stop looking for the red flags and look for the green flags. Like look for things that you aren't willing to sacrifice because otherwise, you know, there's a carnival of red flags out there that of course. You'll keep running into <clears throat> until you work on yourself and then things will just start coming your way. It's so true. And it's so weird to be on this side talking about it. Cause last year I was like, you know, I don't need a man. I'm independent. Men suck. <laughs> and then Preston's like, <laughs> I'm going to be a nomad. I'm just going to travel the world and pick up and go when I want to go. You know, nope. that was the lie. And thank mm. God that that is not the case. I know. So I think the best way to do this is to kind of ping pong off of each other. For sure. I, I definitely want to go back to, uh, I want you to, to, the, start. to the spring when I was evaluating yeah, my, my life and looking at everything. And just, uh, I think some of the humor during my, my meditative space and and really looking at my life and the people that were around me, you know, for myself, um, I had hoped that you were out there. I had hoped that you were in the world. I wanted to find you. And I remember, you know, praying to God and I've shared this with you, Heather, but it was like, all right, God, hook me up. Give me, give me my best friend. Please send me my best friend and let her be sexy. And I'm just not talking about the outside appearance, but the inside to match that. Let, send me someone that was, that's ambitious, that's kind, that's compassionate that is an entrepreneur, that has good, healthy life balance, life balance flow, that is a uh, compassionate mother. And you meet all those qualifications. But when, I'm, when I was making that prayer to God, he's kind of like chuckling. He's like, oh, I got her. I got her lined up for you. But man, you got some work to do. <laughs> you know, if, if you want the high hanging fruit, if you want the prize, the golden prize, then you need to 
elevate yourself to meet her on her level. And she's out there. So the work had to be done. And, you know, when I was going through that period of time, it wasn't just about seeking a life partner, but there were parts of my life, like with my kids, you know, restoration and healing with my daughter mm -hmm. and I, and, and what that looked like me making the commitment to date my daughter, which sounds really funny to say that, but you know, she's 20 years old and it was a second opportunity. So I took four to five months spending time with her quality time. And in the interim of that, uh, my heart was changing and I didn't know that it was leading up to you. Right. So sweet. And it was a, uh, it was a powerful time and, and one that um, I knew had to happen to get to this point, sitting behind this microphone across the table from you. Oh my gosh. Right. Crazy, crazy, it's crazy. crazy. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, ping pong off that too. I also had to go through a lot of work and which meant that I had to go through a lot of valleys to get to where I'm at. Cause it took the valleys to really face the mirror and recognize that I had a lot of inner work to do because even though I was finding myself in really crappy situations, I have to take inventory and realize that I was in crappy situations because of me. Mm -hmm. And so I had a lot of work to do and I had been praying for you my entire life in a, in a partner, somebody that could handle me and all of me, mm -hmm. which is kind of, it's a complicated order. <laughs> I am entrepreneurial, but I'm also hyper independent, but I want somebody that I could let my guard down and make decisions for my family, but also allow me to have that independence and, you know, like, just hold me and tell me I'm pretty, but also like, let me do my thing too. It's, it's a really hard thing to get, but I think that you get, you get me to my core. hundred percent. Yeah, but absolutely. I had, I had to come out onto the other side before I was able to connect with you as well. And, and it's beautiful because you live in Chicago. There's no reason for us to be sitting here. How many miles is this? Right I know. Now. I know you looked on the app. What, like, is, what is the you mileage? Know, it's not that I'm counting, but it was like, uh, like 1,938 miles. Right. See, but I wasn't counting it. A lot had to, ah, you know, a lot had to happen. A lot had to happen. A lot had to happen. So, um, so you, you were on your journey. I was on my journey. And right. so the cool thing is I stopped drinking alcohol and because I stopped drinking alcohol, I got closer with God because I was going to church more because I wasn't hung over on Sundays anymore. So I didn't have an excuse. And, um, and so, I, and I was listening to the little nudge on my shoulder too, which it was God you know, trying to speak to me and, and help me to recognize what changes I needed to make. But I was, you know, making all these changes and, you know, I'll be real with you. I had to get rid of my Rolodex of good morning men, mm -hmm. which is, mm -hmm. which doesn't lead to anything. It's just like an attention seeking behavior. <laughs> and so I did that and, um, and I started focusing on myself and I was like, okay, obviously I need to be single and, and focus on myself. So I'm just going to devote time to doing that. And I remember um, I was praying about a mission trip and wanting to just make my time more fruitful in my travels and give back because I do have a serving heart and I love to serve others and, and give back to the community. And so I was praying for that. And we had been friends on Facebook for a few years and just kind of communicated back and forth, but not really consistently. And so after that prayer, the day after, you messaged me on Facebook and said something along the lines of, this is really random, but you came across my mind as somebody that would benefit from going on one of these mission trips. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to come off weird, 
and be like, just so happens. Yeah, so okay. we, just to back up just a little bit, we we didn't know each other on this level. Like yeah, to really step no. out in, in faith and make a, a bold statement. No. You know, that was really coming from a deep, authentic place. Like it was, uh, I believe it was a Friday evening right before bed and your beautiful face appeared on social media. And uh, I just kind of felt this nudge or this whisper that said, I believe that Heather would benefit from doing humanitarian work from a, a missions trip. Mm-hmm. You should reach out to her. Yeah. And that, that little yeah. voice, like, and you're like, oh man, she's gorgeous. So I sat on that. I went to bed on that. And then the next morning I woke up and, and I just felt compelled to, to send you that message. Yeah. So it meanwhile, was, almost 2000 miles away, reading that message and connecting the dots, I was like, okay, I'm not going to be weird. I'm not going to be weird, but I, I mean, I'm weird, but don't be weird. And so I was like, sure, send me the info. Um, I'll take a look at it and see, I mean, if it works in my head. I don't remember what I said back. You, you replied back like within 20 minutes. It was bright and early too. Now that I know you, I know you enjoy your morning sleep and, yes. and I'm an early riser. <laughs> and I sent that message at like 7.15 right before I went to, to the gym to work out. Uh-huh. And you replied back. <laughs> I did. And my, I was delayed getting to the gym because we had a nice little conversation about oh this. Gosh, you were, was... you were in awe, and I was too. I was really taken back that you replied as quickly as you did. Well, then you said <laughs> it wasn't that quick, right? Ah, just give me a little bit of credit. <laughs> um, but no. so you said that, and then you followed up with a message that was so sweet and endearing, and like everything that I have always wanted to hear, but didn't know I needed to hear. And, uh, and that just convicted me to, or compelled me. I don't know which word would work better, probably both, but to look back and be like, who's this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this Joe? (laughs) And I, and I'm like, how did we even get connected on Facebook? But I'm pretty sure I probably looked at your profile and was like, that guy's hot. (laughs) And then probably saw that you're in Chicago. And I was like, well, that's not going to work. Right. And so then we just, you know, continued this very I, th- I think we both, we both had that understanding that there was a huge distance gap, right? Yeah. And, you know, both being single parents and crazy lives and busy lives, like, how would that work out? Yeah. Like, logistically, let's be real. Logistically. That doesn't really work too well it's in difficult. most cases yeah. for people. But then if you think about it, it's kind of cool. Like, we've grown up in situations where statistically we shouldn't be where we are now. Um, thank you for bringing that up for sure. And this just came across the table, like in my head, but right. it just makes me think that we're in this situation to beat the statistics again. Like yeah, we've 100%. repeatedly done that and, and it's been very easy. Right. Right. Exactly. It's so weird to say that. Like everybody's like, how are you going to do that? This is going to be so hard. And I'm like, actually, this is the easiest situation right i've been in because we've we got blessed with getting to know each other over the phone Mm -hmm. and so our first phone date was august 16th oh my birthday right yeah Yeah. or no is it the 22nd it's the 22nd 22nd. my bad hey good things were happening on my birthday too i was talking to you so that was yeah yeah so we had our first phone date yeah and then you know it allowed us to really get a much deeper understanding of each other because we were talking on the phone like every night for two to three hours and you have to pay attention on the phone. You can't get distracted by noise or food or whatever. And so we got to really deep dive into a lot of things 
early on. But it wasn't like a, a burden. I mean, a, a lot of people don't like to talk on the phone, right? Yeah, I, don't, I, I hate I am talking one of on them. the phone. I'm one of them. You know, I, I work in sales and I'd rather greet people in person. Me too. You know, the, well, me either. No, I don't. Yeah, I just want to be left but, alone. Uh, yeah. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I just, there's just so much like phone anxiety for myself that I've, that I've struggled with for years. But talking to you was like, it was recharging, right? It was like yeah, the recharge station. I look forward to it every single evening. And, you know, to go back to my, my friends that are happily married, you know, when they talk about their, their spouses, their significant others, they talk about the word courtship. And that was something that I was investigating, like really asking the hard questions like, well, what is a courtship? What does that look like? How did oh you gosh. do this? How did you get from A to B? And, you know, um, to sit down with, with a husband and wife that, that have been through it but are happily married, that courtship meant everything in terms of building their foundation together. And that was something that I had never had in my entire life. That That is a word that I've always wanted to hear, but never got to experience until you came into my life and told me that you were going to court me. And I was like, oh my God, what's wrong with this guy? There's got to be a catch. So old school and nothing like our Western society is not designed on this courtship mentality. Seriously, we are like, we want it now. Yes. And we're not willing to put in the work and it's just, it's right. quick and it's easy and it cheapens the experience. I'm a firm believer in old school tactics for dating. And I think that part of the reason why relationships fail today is because those old school tactics are not being utilized. Right. There's too many options on the table and it's, it's changed the mentality of people to where it's like, if you don't meet every check on my list, I'm just going to swipe over to the next person, which there's a difference between that and you know, the whole debate of don't settle. Right. I think that if you truly take the time to court somebody and really get to know them on a deeper level than a superficial level, then you're able to like determine if that person meets the qualifications, but you can court them. And I right. think that, I think women should feel pursued. 100%. I think that women should feel pursued. And I think that women should never question if there's other people that, a man is talking to during that courtship mm -hmm. and that's really old school. And that's a lot of the reason why I kept seeing failed relationships myself. Right. Yeah. We're all, we're all guilty that. of that. Right. Yeah. And, and the fast paced society that we live in. Yeah. It's, that's also kind of controversial. There's so many topics that can bounce off of this one, right. but you know, at the end of the day, you telling me that you were going to court me and get to know me and then just how you proceeded to handle my heart with mm. so much care and compassion was nothing short of incredible. And um, so I appreciate you so much for that, by the way. Just if yeah. you're a guy and you're listening to this, just tell the girl that you're going to court her. If uh, you're a guy, if you're a guy. Reach and out to us. Maybe we can give you guys a little bit of advice. Yeah, I really think that we should. We should serve you, as like a, a role model for people's did you, relationships. Did you just like launch something again? Probably. That's Man, what I do. Guys, this is what's up. No, it, it, it's so true. It's, it's funny to look at. It's not funny, but the parallels that are drawn between you and it I. Is, it is funny. It, okay. It is funny. It's mind blowing. Yes. And we both have come to the, to the, to the realization that we just want to call it science. Yes. And, and we called it science for so long. Like look at it, compatibility and chemistry and um, the laughs and the goofiness and the ups and downs of of everything. Yeah. I've uh, never laughed so much. Like in all belly we laughs, can be tears. Let's get real. We laugh so much. <laughs> so whenever I flew out to Chicago to meet Preston for the first time, like exactly one month after our first phone date, 
and I was so nervous. But the minute that we embraced, it was like I'd known you for lifetimes. Right. And I think that that was because of the courtship that we yeah. spent time investing in. And, um, and also just our compatibility and our connection is just completely off the charts. Right. Like, yeah. Completely well, off the we, charts. We, we unpacked everything in those conversations, right? Yeah. Here's like, my good. Like, here's my bad and my ugly. Everything was put on the table. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that it did was draw me closer to you. Which is right. In, in lieu of transparency amazing. and just being completely open and, and laying your heart bare and feeling at ease about it. Yes. Safe, right? Safe. Like, you know, as a man, like, hey, we're vulnerable too. And uh, I just put myself out there. It was funny to to navigate through that. Like there was parts of me in the beginning that I was like holding back. And then I'm like, oh, you're going to think this is so funny, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it anyways. Yeah. And just, you're like, uh, oh my gosh, you know, don't hold back anymore. Yeah. We're able to be ourselves and it's hard because we're in a society that's so judgmental. Right. That it's hard to be yourself. And it's hard to be an open book these days because a lot of people use your content as a weapon later on, whether it's in a relationship, in professional life or personal life. But that um, that ability to be able to like fully open up and be vulnerable with your person is indescribable and it feels safe and secure. And that makes me respect you like so much. And it right. allows me to put my guard down and really like trust your ability to lead our relationship. Well, it makes, it gives me the, the motivation to protect that, right. To yeah. really like identify this, this is sacred ground we're walking on right now. And you don't want to mess with it. Like you don't want to set the sacred ground on fire no. unless it's fire of passion. But, um, <laughs> just, Sex, just, to, love and injectables, just, to, just guys. to sneak that one in there real quick. It, it's all good. It's all good. Ladies and gentlemen, it is. Um, definitely all good guys. It's all good. But yeah, uh, so I don't know. I just, I wanted to bring you on here, not to, you know, not to put you on the spot, but I just wanted to share yeah. our story. Cause I really feel like it is inspiring and it's also efficient. I'm like a delegate to, ele- wait, delegate to elevate person. So you know, now people are going to be like, how did you guys meet? And I'm going to be like, actually, if you just tune in to sex, love and injectables episode uh, three on season two, maybe it's episode four. I don't know. Yeah. But that seems a lot more efficient than all sure. right, sit down, get comfortable. Let me tell you this story. For sure. But you know, it's, it's really cool to look at like all the similarities in our lives, how we've approached things again, good and bad. Right. Yeah. And then to evolve into the people that we are today, because when I look at you, I don't see the past. I see what's sitting in front of me in this moment. You know what I mean? So as, as humans, we have a way of, um, holding ourselves back because of our past. Yeah. There's you know? a lot of shame and guilt attached to the things that we've been through. But I know you for you and I've come to know the parts of your past, right? But I embrace all of you because I realized had we not gone through all of those things, we wouldn't be able to relate on this level, right? This level of intimacy, right? Yeah. Which is rich. It's, it's so we're, rich. We're rich. I mean, we are so rich, like priceless. It is. It is a very rich, rich love. So, but I wanted to talk about it and I really look forward to seeing you more in Texas. Yes. Texas is on the horizon. Yeah. For it's sure. Good. It's God's country. When, when you, <laughs> indeed it is. And I'm learning more and more every day. Sorry, Chicago. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, every, everyone, move, everyone moves forward at some point in time, but hey, go Cubbies. So, but uh, I think when the you. The Bears. Okay, sorry. I just had to do it. Ah, I had to do it. 
you did. Yeah. I think it's important to point out too that you were actually born and raised in Chicago. I was, you know, yeah. so just some of these green lights. It's crazy. Green There's lights. a lot of similar. We're gonna write a book about it for sure. For sure. Speaking of books. Are we going back to the book? I wasn't... Didn't you write a book recently? Whoa, <laughs> this is a lot. She, she likes to put me on the spot and make me circle. squirm. Uh, okay, so we're 30 minutes into it. Um, but yeah, so that's our love story. It's to be continued. We're going to like totally. We're going to move heaven and earth to make this happen. So stay tuned, yeah, everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so real quick, share your, share your social media stuff so that people can follow what you're doing. Because you know, beyond our relationship, which I think is great. And I think you're an amazing human. You're also really doing amazing things out in the world and changing the world. And, uh, and I think that people need to learn more about that so that they can, they can follow too, and hopefully be inspired to make some changes as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you want to learn more about us, you can visit us at trekforchange.org. Uh, you can meet the team on the page. You can see the projects that we've been working on. But again, I started doing humanitarian work like 15 years ago. And you know, I love the Steve Jobs quote, you know, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. And so every person that I have come in contact over the course of those 15 years, when I was doing the humanitarian work, somehow, some way have circled back into this project, into this mission. We've become family. And it has been really powerful to see that. It's very inspiring. And it allows me to lean in to things when these things come up a little bit more. I'm, I'm more aware, I guess you could say. So, and looking at the book, uh, again, you can check us out at trekforchange.org. You can purchase the book through Amazon. It is Flow 40, Flow 40. I'll I, put the link. I, I'll put I, the link on the, on the podcast. That'd be great. I'm 40 years old. So it's been a, a 40 year reflection. And again, the book is a 40 day experience. We're going to create it as an interactive experience through social media. That will roll out in January 5th. So this will give people the opportunity to go through the book day by day and to post their experiences, where they're at, how they're feeling, the vulnerabilities, the good, the bad, the ugly, where they want to take that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's really this holistic way of looking at life. And, you know, for myself, having gone through different church experiences and spiritual experiences, what I've come to realize is that we all come from different walks of life. And our objective should be in this life is to learn from one another not to convert one another, but to truly learn from one another. And I think in doing so that it only opens her horizons to, to grow as individuals and also to grow as a community. So right. the whole premises behind the book is it, that's the design to, to realize that, that. We're, we're all really in this together. I swear I'm listening to you. I swear to God, I'm just distracted. It's okay. Your eyes it's a, oh, the so eyes. Blue and amazing. But yes, everybody should pick up this book. And um, speaking of like, how people can benefit um, from not just what you do on humanitarian side, but also benefit in their own personal lives. The ladies want to know um, how they can find a man like you. Oh, wow. That's tough. Oh boy. How should I answer that question? I don't ask me. I, I don't, don't know. I don't have any brothers. I have a few single friends, so, you know, we could probably start there, but you know, I think for relationships back to the relationship, right? The old adage goes like, pursue your heart, pursue your passions, and you'll find him or her, you know, on the wings waiting if they're doing oh the same gosh. thing, right? So that's where we're at. So ladies, gentlemen, if you want to really find your love, find your love first and foremost within yourself and the find things yourself. that are around you. And, okay. uh, and, and there he or she will be when the time is right. That is so poetic. Right? I love you wow, so much. Wow, where'd that come from? And I'm on the spot over here. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. No, but it, there's, there's a lot of truth behind that though. Perfect. Well, 
I love you. Thank you. I love you so much. Oh my gosh. I get so, I get butterflies still. What are those? Like like a child. We feel like children when we see each other. I thought my butterflies were dusty and dead. I don't want them to ever go away. That's sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's like, here we go. Stay tuned. Oh my gosh. Okay. So next week we're, we're going to start back up on the aesthetic series. I really want you guys to listen to what I have put out so far because I think it's good stuff, but we are going to start back up on that. And then once the series is over, we're going to go a little bit deeper because this is sex, love and injectables. And I really think that that incorporates a lot of everything. Does that make sense? Yeah, hundred okay, percent. Yeah. So all around the world. Yeah. Right? Look forward to that. You guys make sure you subscribe to sex, love and injectables and leave a review. If you will tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your, I don't, your uncle, your dad, your dad, um, like anybody can, just, you can be in target and just be like, Hey, have you listened to this podcast? It's really cool. That'd be super dope. If you guys did that. Could I plug one more thing real quick? Absolutely. All right, so the cool thing about Trek, like the bicycle T R E K. Uh, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the cause. You don't have to question where things are being allocated. 100% is going towards building schools and water projects. When I say water projects, digging wells in communities that don't have clean, safe drinking water and the agriculture projects. I can't wait. So the book profits goes directly towards the cause. I love that. Yeah, so. I can't wait to see that side of your life too, by the way. Just. Hey, this is how we connect. Another answered prayer. All right, you guys, we will stop making you nauseous with our love story, even though I know you secretly get hope from it. So you're welcome for that. But also, sorry, because it is it is cheesy and I love cheese. So the cheesier, the better. Uh, I hope you guys have a blessed Thanksgiving and you really take the time to think about what you're grateful for in this life, because I know it's it's a hard time to live right now. There's a lot of things that are just dark in the world so take this time to really look past that and and think about all the blessings that you have and hone in on the on the actual reason for the season so i will talk to you guys next week on the next episode of sex love and injectables bye bye bye